0: Hi, everyone. It's 9 o'clock on a Thursday night. It's time for the Handicap Rugby Chat That Matters. I'm Brent Graham, your host this evening. I'm going to be joined by a couple of guests to talk you through all the weekends rugby from a betting perspective, of course. If you're on YouTube channel, go down below and hit the subscribe button on YouTube or like our Facebook page and make sure you get notified of any future uh, shows that come on. We, of course, to Monday nights and Thursday nights. Let's introduce the panel, though, starting with Henrik Swart down in Cape Town. Henrik, good to have you on the show.
1: Hi Brent, yeah, nice to be back again. Um, yeah, looking forward to this weekend's action. Not uh, as strong as on the previous weeks. Um, this looks like a week where I will be focusing on points. But yeah, looking forward to the rugby.
0: Excellent. Before I do anything else, I put the banner up there. Los Angeles Sevens betting preview. That's with Son of a Punt. You've built quite a following on Twitter and the Good for the Game forum with some of their selections. That's going to be live at 10 o'clock. Let's introduce the conductor though now I did see him you didn't see it i saw it. he had a swig of a drink there brendan good to have you back on the show
2: how's it brent yeah i know very lucky to be back and uh, yeah it's uh, a couple of heineken's tonight so yeah definitely definitely enjoying it
0: excellent well we'll get the two of you on together now uh, welcome to the guys in the live chat uh, we haven't got too many comments yet but oracle rugby there how's it boys oracle um, yeah look forward to your comments and thanks very much uh, from henrik and myself we did receive the money that you lost to us over the last couple of weeks, safely paid in the account. And that's one thing, Henrik. It's very important: uh, is, is if you lose a bet, you pay your debt. And and it's something that I've taught my kids as well. At the end of the day, it's it's, it's uh, losing a bet, you have to pay it up. And you know, and, and, and there's no problem there with Oracle because let's face it, he loses a lot of bets and he pays us quite often.
1: <laughs> yeah, read you. You it's very clear. But yeah, no, he always pays. And that's the thing you have to pay up. And otherwise, you're not going to get any credibility um, from any of the other punters. And yeah, you, you always have to pay. It's, otherwise, um, yeah, you're going to have a bad name.
0: Exactly. But let's get on to the the weekend sport, guys. We've got uh, six super rugby games to get through. Then we'll touch on some of the European rugby uh, at the end of the show as well. And we'll, I know, Brendan, you're a big fan of the European rugby. We'll see what we'll see what you've got in, in store for us there. Um, and, and yeah, we'll, we'll get on, but let's get cracking with, we've got two games on Friday. I must say, not the strongest of teams, certainly as far as form goes in this week's tournament. And Brendan, I'm going to start with you. We've got the Highlanders up against the Rebels, obviously under the roof in Dunedin. And we've got a handicap here of minus 13 and a half Highlanders.
2: Yeah, Brent, I must admit, this has been a bit of a tough one. i will try to look at this handicap the whole week and um, I'll be honest, nothing's really sort of stood out for me. Um, it's the form guide. is difficult for both teams. I mean, the Highlanders beat the Brumbies, but then took a you know took a, a, a twenty pointer to Crusaders, which I mean most teams will. Um, I'm still not convinced by that uh, Highlanders side. It's not it's not laden with quality, if you can, if I can put it that way. Um, the Rebels have achieved some close results in Dunedin. Um, that being said, all the, all the students are back in Dunedin this weekend. So the, the zoo will be at full tilt. Uh, the guys in the gorilla masks and outfits and uh, all this sort of stuff. And they'll be going crazy. So it should be a good vibe in, in Dunedin, et cetera. So the crowd will be good. Um, I, I, it's, it's a no bet for me, uh, Brent. I, I can't back the Rebels on the min- on the plus, And uh, I, I can't trust this Highlander side, side on the minus. So uh, I, I expect the Rebels to, to lose by about 8 to 10 there. Um, yeah, the Rebels—they were poor last week against the the Sharks, even though a couple of decisions didn't go their way. I, I can't back that side. They've got a good couple of quality guys, guys like uh, uh, Correbetti. It just seems they're not clicking at the moment. They might just kick a bit better against the Hollanders, I'm not sure, but um, yeah, it's it's too poor side in my in my in
0: my uh, opinion. So to me, must- yeah. No, no, I was going to ask you your opinion on my bet in the preview this morning because I know in the, uh, in the New Zealand provincial competition, I forget what it's called now at the end of the year, the sort of MPC, uh, and, and uh, you, Ash Dixon was a popular choice as a first try scorer and an anytime try scorer. And when I saw his name on the, on the sheet there for the Highlanders and I was battling for a bet like you, I just couldn't really find a bet on this one. I said, Dixon, he was 2-1 to one at WSB, anytime try scorer, and I think he was 18-1 first try scorer, and that's what I got involved with. What do you think of that one?
2: Well, I don't know if that's been approved by Heinz Hookers. I mean, if, if he's given the rubber stamp, you a for away there. But uh no, I think something like that might be the way to go. I try to look at the points, obviously being under roof, but uh you know, also I can't trust the rebels to try and score some tries. So uh, to me I'm I'm staying out of that uh, out of that game completely. I might just see you know, I might put something speculative like a like a Jonah first try scorer or or like you say an Ash Dixon time anytime try scorer or something like that.
0: Excellent. Well, Pierre Killian was on the show with us last week. He's bringing us nicely into the total points angle because I've got a feeling that's where Henrik's going to lean, be leaning on this one. And what he says is all Rebels matches other than the Waratahs, overs on the opponent's points have come in. And then underneath that, he goes on to say that he's going Highlanders over 35. So Henrik, let me bring you in here and ask you, do you have a strong handicap fancy? And if not, I'm sure you've got something for us on the points department.
1: Yeah, no, Brent, actually um, this is one of my stronger um, fancies on the handicap on the weekend where I'm not very strong on i have two, two strong fancies on the handicaps and this is one this is my second best handicap and I was surprised that this handicap is this big i was i was um expecting a handicap of less than a converted try so I was surprised to see this handicap being double digits so I like the rebels here um yeah but this obviously both two poor teams um they haven't impressed um but the Islanders, yeah, I will continue taking on the, the New Zealand teams. Um, I, I Like you, I believe New Zealand rugby is under decline, so New Zealand teams are right for the picking, and I, I will continue taking them on. Um, yeah, on the, on the points, I've actually I, I've noticed the same um, that Pierre said there. Um, after th- four um, Rebels games, so for three of their games, they have conceded 36 or more points, so they concede a lot of points. The islanders the same. Um, the islanders they they con- I'm going to read from my notes here. The islanders conceded forty two against the Sharks, thirty three against the Crusaders, and twenty two against the Brumbies in a wet game. So both these teams leak points. Um, the only concern here is the ref, um, Paul Williams. He loves his whistle, um, but he is under the roof. And if we can get the total points quite up in in the low fifties, um, I would be all over over here. But I like the Rebels on the plus.
0: Have you seen any total points quotes yet Um on this one? Because um, I'm imagining Pia will be able to help us out. I'm just quickly popping onto Sunbet. And I'm just clicking because I've, I've got their handicaps open. But I just want to see if they've got – I don't see a points line yet on I a, that, on Sunbet. They don't have it yet, eh? Um, so, yeah, Pia, just share with us what the points line is. But I would imagine with this handicap, it's with, what, 34 and 14, and probably about 54, 55 points, I'd imagine, um, yeah, Hendrik. The line yeah. somewhere. Oh, here we go. Pia's come in. Inside
1: 56. Uh, that's that's I don't hoped for, but I'll still probably take overs. I, I was hoping for 52, 53. Um, and then yeah, I, I won't, I will probably have a smaller play on the, on the Rebels' overs as well here because I can see the Rebels scoring a few years as well. But yeah, 56, I'll take it, I'll still take it.
0: Yeah, and we can always have a look around. You never know. Um, you know, you might get a bookie who comes out at 54 and a half or something tomorrow, uh, closer to kickoff. So, uh 56 is the line and and uh, yeah i like you i think we're gonna get some tries in this one i've actually taken a day's leave tomorrow but it's not to watch rugby my daughter's in a water polo tournament with five matches tomorrow so i've taken a day's leave to go and watch that it's one of her last tournaments she'll play so looking very forward to that but i'll certainly be keeping an eye on 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 the score on this game and uh i'll be going overs on total points let's move on to the next game and Henrik, i'll stay with you it's the waratahs up against the lions the handicap here in the region of minus four and a half, minus five and a half, Waratahs are favourites. We've got a man in 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 New South Wales there, uh, been giving us uh, probable lineups and stuff in Couch Critic. He's over there in Australia, scouring the streets. Um, uh, yeah, he was pretty accurate, I think, with his team news early in the week. What do you make of this one, though?
1: Yeah, this is a tough one, Brent. Uh, I'm very undecided here. Um, two poor teams. They've both uh, been very poor. Um The Lions, doesn't look that bad on paper um, to me, and they have a pretty solid record against the Waratahs. but I can't trust either of these teams with my money, so I'm not not going to bet on the winner or on the handicap here. I'm leaning towards the plus, but yeah, I'm not going to bet on it. My focus here will be on points. Um, I think we can get a bit of points here. It's a nice overs' ref, Angus Gardner. His games are free-flowing. and I, this is two positive sides, so I think there should be points here. There's a small chance of rain according to the um YR not know, but I, I doubt there will be rain. But yeah, there's a chance so we'll have to look closer to, to kick off. I haven't seen any um points lines. Maybe Pierre can help us against here. Yeah? Oh yeah, Neil's uh, coming here, Totars lines fifty two. Yeah, I, I'm happy to go with there. Um I was, I was hoping maybe less than 50, but I'm happy to go 52 and a half. I think we should see points here. And yeah, this is one of my stronger um, points fancies for the weekend.
0: Yeah, I see Gary Lenton was quite strong on the Waratahs Yeah, at the minus four and a half level. So, interested to see what the conductor says on this one. Uh, Brendan, what do you think? Yeah, have a four and a half, five and a half handicap? Or are you leaning towards the points lines? Yeah, Brent, definitely I'm... Uh... I mean, like I said to, you
2: guys, uh, to the guys a bit earlier in the week, I was quite surprised uh, so much money has come on the Waratahs. I'm not sure from where it's come um, and why it's come on them. Because I mean, as I said, looking at their previous results, so I can't remember exactly how much I've taken in the previous three games. They they took quite a they took quite a spanking to the uh, the Rebels. I think it was 14 15 points. Um, the Blues I know gave them 20. And I think um, the Crusaders gave them 18, and I think uh, Henrik will love that one. That late last try by the the Waratahs, Just a sneak in the the handicap there. Um, yeah, I'm not sure why, like I said, it has come in. Um, to me, that last try I conceded against the Blues at home uh, for the Waratahs, it just it just really sort of seemed as if it was mentally they they sort of bit gone. Um, I think that the the damage has been done done at the Waratahs by by Daryl Gibson. He's left them in a bit of a tattered state, and uh, this new guy, I think his name is Penny. Um, I think he's going to take a while to sort of get going and get the guys uh, into a, into a better state. So, I mean, how do you how do you change it around from taking 15 to a poor rebel side to to beating the the Lions the next week? I mean, I understand they've got the players to do it. I mean, they've got Kirkley bill I, I he's not a bad player. They've got guys like Rob Simmons. He's a Wallaby, Hooper Wallaby, Maddox Wallaby. Um, but then again, I mean, I think the Waratahs lost at home last year against the Sunwolves. So, you know, you can say as many as many Wallaby names as you want. It doesn't necessarily mean they're going to they're gonna play well. Um, I very much like the plus four and a half here. I've been quite surprised by the spirit of the Lions. Um, they are, you know, they've lost a lot of players over the last three to four years. Um, I've been hearing a, a lot of the guys... You know that have come in for Lions now have been have been talking about the spirit and uh, you know the camaraderie and the sort of um, never say die attitude. So I thought they were, they were a bit unlucky to lose to the Stormers really. So in essence, I should have actually been two from three um, for me. I think the, they've only won one other last five against the Waratahs, but to me this is a, is a poor Waratahs side, low in confidence. So. Uh, I really expect the, the Lions, after a, a bit of a break, to, to at least give them a good go in the first half and, and run them close.
0: Maybe looking at something on the halftime handicap there, perhaps. It's, it's it's interesting. I mean, Neil making the point in the live chat, the Lions are very poor on the road. I had a look at this game, and I'll tell you where I ended up, guys. I thought this could be a close game, and I went for that Sunbet market. I forget the price. I think it was 27 to 20 or something. I went either team to win by seven or less, basically suggesting that this one could come... Come down to the wire it certainly wasn't a confident pick and uh perhaps uh, tomorrow if i do get an opportunity to watch this game i'll have a look and see uh maybe get involved in the points lines but nothing too strong for me on that one let's go on to saturday morning though and conduct i'll stay with you we've got a, a early kickoff here this is kicking off at 5:45 south african time it's the hurricanes up against the sunwolves the sunwolves absolutely hammered by 59 points last week against the reds and now the handicap well it's been sitting at 32 to 34 points all week
2: yeah, Brenton, sorry, before we get on that, I see the, the Waratahs actually on playing in well, on playing their main ground. Uh, I can't remember what the Test Stadium is. They're playing in Parramatta. So, uh, smaller ground. Obviously, trying to get a little bit more sort of uh, crowd support, etc. But, uh, yeah, so it's a bit out of Sydney there. So, it'll be interesting to see the crowd support they've got. Uh, it's another thing they've been poorly supported. So, yeah, it's another thing that makes me lean a little bit uh, towards the Lions there. And, yeah. You know, yeah, getting back to the, the, the hurricanes, this is one of my bigger bets. Um you know, the way the the uh Sun Wolves played against uh the Reds last week was a bit diabolical. And I think this is even a weaker Sun Wolves team this week. Um I see uh, they're resting uh the the, uh, the South African fly-off. they brought in a Japanese Japanese international. Um they've made a couple of swaps, etc. Um they're playing in Napier, uh the weather looks good. Um, yeah, I would have preferred Jordy Barrett to be in this game, but uh, I'll still take Isaac ben Lamb, uh Vince Asko and against uh against uh, quite a poor team there. I expect them to cover that minus 33 quite comfortably. Uh, yeah, I, I, I think this is going to be a, a, a exhibition. I mean, it's a more of a sort of running front row there, uh, Amua um, and the other uh, Wellington prop. Uh, these guys love to run it, so um, I'm not a big Viva Fita fan, but uh, against a, a poor team he should put put a couple away so i'm uh this is one of my bigger bets minus 30, 33 and a half.
0: that's it i'm with you with you on the minus here conductor i do fancy them quite a bit as well you know there's a big handicap but the reality is when a new zealand team start running amok and running in tries from all over the place a handicap like this can can, can look pretty small pretty quickly the scenario i'm painting here is yeah, maybe the sun will hold them early but a couple of late tries in the half or something all of a sudden, the Hurricanes lead 24-3 at the break. They're really only two, two, two scores away from the handicap. I can well see that happening. But I'm interested to see if Henrik Swat's going to rubber stamp it for us.
1: Yeah, no, Brent, I'm not on the minus here. Um, I, I'm not on the plus either, really. I, I'm leaning more to the plus than the minus. <laughs> um, the thing in you guys' favour is that this is an afternoon game. So, uh, yeah, I can see the New Zealand team running away. But I don't, don't like the, the Hurricanes this year. Um I won't be be betting on the on, on the um on the big handicap I don't like these big handicaps um, I think you're better off um, focusing on, on points here and there should be points um it would be interesting to see where the line comes out um yeah you know, if, if we can get sixty but it will probably be bigger than that um then Ovis looks good here and um or maybe the try should be, actually be a better um bet here, yeah, over seven and a half tries, if you can get that at decent odds, or Hurricanes over five and a half or over six and a half tries, because I can't see a lot of penalties being kicked here. So I think um, go for the over some tries here, if, if you fancy them Hurricanes to run away with it, um, I think that's a, a safer option than the big um, handicap. The only problem is Federico me the ref. I, he's, he's not my favourite ref. I, I, I'm a bit wary when going overs with him, but with it being an uh, uh, afternoon game, there should be points.
0: Yeah, I like uh, I like these early kickoffs. We'll call them afternoon kickoffs for for points. But I uh, haven't seen points lines on this one. I don't know. Probably a little bit early to have anything out, but we'll see about that. But I'm with the conductor on this one. I do like the minus quite a bit. Uh, Neil just making a comment on the ground. You have a clean park. It's a big overs ground. The meter 10 cup last season the lowest points total was 51. So that's an interesting one. Yeah, could definitely be paid to go on points or tries. I'm not sure about that try line though. I've got a feeling Hurricanes tries alone might be sitting somewhere around eight and a half. Perhaps we'll have to we'll have to see after the way the, the Sunwolves took a hammering. But I'm willing to I'm willing to go on overs, particularly if conditions are good now. Let's uh, go on to the next game and Henrik we'll start with you this time. Reds up against the sharks. The bookies have been unable to separate these sides all week really and uh, if I look at Sunbet, 17 to 20, the Reds, 19 to 20, the Sharks. I'll quickly pop across to World Sports Betting, 9 to 10, the Reds, 21 to 20, the Sharks. So you know, the book is battling to separate these, these teams.
1: Yeah, Brent, um, both these teams have been impressive. Uh, I've been impressed by both. Even with the Reds losing their first three games, they, they were in a position to win all those games. And last week, they really came out and they fired against the Sunwolves. Um, yeah, the Sharks, um, the only game they were poor was against the Hurricanes in the second half, but they got badly disrupted with the injuries um, early on with Papimpy and with the Chamberlain gang off early. Um, so these teams, they've been good. Um, I like the Reds at home, yeah. I think the Sharks might lose here. I, 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 can, see, I can probably see a lot of support for the Sharks here, um, but this is the last game on tour, and um, with... Uh, I'm being back. That's a big positive for the Sharks. But Mapimpe out, um is not in the same class as my Um But the big thing for me is um, James Fenton not playing. I think the Sharks will miss him badly. He's been great um, at the breakdown, and he's a workhorse. His work rate is very good. And I think they will miss him badly. And I like the Reds team, and I think the Reds will put a lot of pressure on the Sharks up front. The Reds scrum has been very good. Um, at home, I think the, the Reds will win this, and this is my strongest fancy on the um, match odds or the handicaps um, for the weekend. Um, and then, looking at the points, we've got a great unders ref in, in Brennan Pickerel here. Um, and with the Brisbane humidity that um, should be a factor, this is a nice um, unders game for me um anything 45 and a half or, or higher on total points i would be all over on this year
0: right an interesting one i look forward to seeing the points i'm just seeing most of the guys coming out in support of the reds but uh, this can be a very interesting one for a super brew point of view because this is a real choice pick and i wonder you know a lot of the south africans we betting guys we tend to bet with a with the head not so much with the heart and i wonder if this isn't the game where if you can pick the reds you might be able to make some inroads in some of the big pools because I can tell you, in our put your money where your mouth is, pulled. I think I'm sitting 60th out of 69 players. So I really need to start making a little bit of a move there. Brendan, let's go to you, though, and get your thoughts on the, on the Red Sharks.
2: Yeah, Brent, I'm, uh, I'm very much mirroring what uh, Henrik said there, um, specifically with regards to the points. Uh, yeah, Pickerel and, uh, and, the, and the humidity should make it a, a slightly uh, lower points game. But I'm very much on the Reds. Yeah, I'm actually very strong on the Reds, uh, even being a shark supporter. Um, yeah. I, you know, I made a comment on the group today. What is the winning percentage of SA teams for their fourth game? So, you know, it's always an interesting thing. Sharks have won two out of four. For me, it might be a situation of, you know, that's actually, they'll take that and uh, get back on the plane. Um, yeah, that being said, also what Henrik said in terms of our uh, live involvement, he scored an incredible try in the Currie Cup final against Province. I'll never forget it. Uh, but uh, that was about four, five, six years ago. Um, I think he's lost a couple of yards. He's not a, He's not a in the class of him, a Mpembe. Um, and 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 what Henrik said, Henko is not the same as James Fencer. Although if you, if you don't scrutinise it, one might have thought it was the same guy, but it's not the same guy. Um, I, I also like Tyler Paul. I see that brought in um, uh, Richardson as a youngster. Um, yeah, so there's a, there's a couple of changes there that I think is going to make a big difference. I think the Sharks are going to take a big strain uh, up front against a very, very dominant Reds pack. So uh, I expect uh, Tupo to do the business, and uh, yeah, I expect the Reds here to win by six plus. Um, you know, even though being a Shark supporter, they played well on tour, but uh, Reds. I think a lot of the guys were saying, "Yeah, oh, but you know, you know why you can't take the Reds form off last week." Um I'm not I'm not even counting the, the game against the Sun Wolves. I thought the Sunwolves didn't even rock up. I'm actually taking their, their first fifty, sixty minutes against this this uh, the Jaguars and uh, that first fifty minutes against the the Brumbies. I thought they, sp- they played spectacular rugby. I'm uh, I'm liking uh Brad Thorne more and more. He's got this no nonsense attitude. I love I love hard rugby coaches who don't tolerate rubbish. He kicked out uh quite Pooper Cooper. As soon as he he could, he doesn't stand for rubbish. He's got a no-nonsense attitude. Um, He's building a good team there in Brisbane. I mean, I think that just shows with a couple of good Wallabies, guys like Isaac Rodder, um, you know, these sort of guys coming through, um, I think that's due to his sort of, uh, you know, oversight, etc. So, yeah, I'm very much in the the Reds' camp here.
0: Well, probably a good time to mention that the Good for the Game newsletter will be going out tomorrow. I'm not sure we'll get it out early. I've got a pretty hectic day so it'll definitely go out sometime tomorrow and i've got a sneaky feeling that the reds are going to be involved if not as the best bet then certainly in the accumulator that we will go so do go down below this on the youtube and the facebook you can subscribe to the good for the game newsletter that comes out every friday right that brings us to the end of that game we now move on and it was quite interesting i saw the new zealanders commenting on twitter there's no eight o'clock kickoff south african time so in other words no saturday night game in new zealand which is quite interesting But we do have two afternoon games in South Africa, an afternoon and an evening game. And Conductor, I'll stay with you for the Stormers up against the Blues. I see eight and a half, nine and a half points, the handicap with the Stormers' favourite.
2: Yeah, Brent, I'm back on the Stormers Yeah, Um, They've treated me so well for the last four weeks. They've delivered delivered three out of four handicaps. Um, I'm sure Henrik will be going points under again if it's a decent line. But uh, I'm, I'm on that minus eight and a half. Um, it's a good storm aside. They, they have a rest week next week. So um, I think this is going to be full guns, guns uh, blazing, and they know they can take a bit of a break. I don't rate this blue side at all. They they beat an incredibly bad uh bull side. Um I see they've they've moved Ricky Yoani to outside center, which I don't understand. They're taking their best attacking weapon. And moving him to where he's got the least space, uh, or less space um, as opposed to the wing, they put uh, Joe Marchant, or as the South African commentators say, Marchant. Um, I have no idea why they call him Marchant. Um, yeah, you know, it's maybe it's that Labouchein uh, vein of form there. But he um, is. No, it's uh, a, a Perifeta back at uh, 15. Terry uh, Black is not great. They've brought in I think Knock. At nine, it's a it's a very average uh, a, a blue side, and it's a couple of very average uh, forwards. Uh, so Tutu doesn't impress me, and there's a couple of guys, Lucy's and in, in the locks. Uh, I think the the Stormers should do it up front. I'm just I'm just my only concern is a bit of complacency, but um I think Dobson should hopefully nip that in the bud and say, listen guys, uh, the, the past four weeks doesn't count for anything. And uh, you know what I thought about earlier today was this game is really one of those games that makes a difference between a home semi-final or a home final, and uh, having to travel away to New Zealand. So this is exactly where the Stormers can cock it up. But uh, three o'clock kickoff, uh, a Yaku paper as a ref, uh, Stormers get good support. Yeah, I, I really, I really fancy to carry this.
0: Uh, Stormers on the handicap there for the conductor, Henrik. I'm going to lead you straight in with total points. What sort of line are you hoping for here to go under that? Somewhere around the 45 and a half?
1: Spot on, Brent. That's exactly what I have. Um, I know it's 45 and a half or higher. Um, I would be very happy to go under. It's a, It's going to be great conditions, and it's Yakupei, is actually an overthrift. But Newlands um, and the great Stormers defense, you just can't go over And the Stormers offer nothing on on attack either. They score intercept tries because of the pressure they put on the other teams but they don't offer a lot of a lot on attack yeah and like i said the defense is good so you, you just can't go on un- overs at newlands um you have to to go um on um yeah on the on the handicap this is a tough one for me i i, I agree with el- everything uh, brendan is saying about the stormers and the blues um, but I don't track the Stormers. Even though the Stormers are four from four, I, don't track, I still don't track them. It's only their defense that's good. Um, but the thing is, the Blues will probably only be in Cape Town to, to have a bit of holiday. They'll probably spend more time at Camp space than they do on the trading field. Um, so the Stormers should win this game. Um, I, I'm going Stormers 1 to 12 years, a bit of value, because I'm undecided on the cap. Um, but I won't put anybody off. Taking the almost on the minus. Um, I, I definitely won't take, take the blues on the plus here. Um, but yeah, my focus will be on, on points here. I'm hoping, like you said, 45 and a half or higher. I will be very happy to um, take the unders here. And if I can get blues points, uh, 20, what, what would that be, Brent? Probably,
0: Probably about 17, 17 and a half, or somewhere there. 17, 17 or
1: 18, 18 yeah. Yeah, probably under two and a half tries rather for, for the Blues then. I'll take the under two and a half tries for the Blues.
0: This is the sort of game where we needed Oracle on the show for an even 500, 500 bets somewhere there. Niels is coming in and making the point. Unders has arrived in 21 of the last 23 games at Newlands. Another way of saying that is Henrik has won in 21 of the last 23 games that have been played at, at Newlands because he's on unders every time without fail there. Let's move on to the last game of the night, Henrik, I'll start with you, or well, the last game of the weekend. The Bulls against the Hagiares. Phew, uh, interesting one, this. We got the, the visitors here, slight favorites, it's sort of minus two and a half, minus three and a half levels.
1: Yeah, Brent, the the blues the, the Bulls were really um, disappointing against the blues. I expected the, the Bulls to win the uh, the game and then they stuffed it up at the end. Um, yeah, they, they oh, I don't know what to say about the Bulls here. Um, and the uh, worries, um with them losing at Newlands, they should come out here and I think they will be better. Um, they'll have more space on attack. And I think they will beat the handicap here. I, I'm not sure where it's at the moment. I saw two and a half this afternoon, which I thought was pretty um, low. Let me see Sunbet. They still have two and a half here. Two and a like half, yeah. I like the Juarez like uh, on the minus here. No, not strong, but I, I like them. Um, and I think... Um, Despite what you and Gary said on the previous show, I think there might be a bit of points here. Uh, The Bulls haven't been that great on on defence. And um, Ben O'Keefe, the ref, he's he's an overs-ref in my book. Um, Good conditions. Uh, My main player will be our points, overs on their points in the mid to high 20s.
0: Jason saying he thinks we need some non-experts on the show. Well, um, yeah, for some fun, it's never quite the same when we don't have Oracle on, but he is watching the show. So, Oracle, what I want to know from you is, where do you want your five hundred? What would you like? Uh, I'm not suggesting that we'll lay to you. If you say the Reds, for example, we're certainly not going because we all like that as well. But Oracle, let us know what. Uh, let us know what you what, what you think. Pierre just saying he'll be on the Huguaries, but certainly not comfortable. Um, that uh, Brendan, I don't think I've asked your opinion on this game yet. eh? the Bulls, uh, the Bulls game.
2: No, Brett. um No, I'm strong on the. I'm strong on Jags. Yeah, to be honest, um, they they won't they won't uh, have any issue playing at uh, at uh, altitude. Many of these guys, internationals, having played at many stadiums around the world, um, they won't fear this Bulls side in any in, in any respect. It's a much changed um, Jaguar side. The side that played uh, the Stormers was to me their B side. They're picking the strongest side possible. Uh, no guys are talking about the scrum half. Uh Escura, I think is the scrum is a is the starting guy. Counselieri, who is the fullback or winger, he played scrum half for them in the America Rugby Championship. He's more than capable to, to switch to nine. So there's no issue there. The Bulls are absolutely rubbish. Sorry. I actually I cannot I actually want to say some other words, but I'd yeah, you know, I'd rather just keep it a bit clean. Um the Bulls are crap. Um you you know, please don't come to me with this. They want to win for the union. And win for the fans. There are no fans at Loftus. That that urine stained building is so terrible to go and watch rugby at. I don't even think they'll get five thousand there on Saturday. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm I'm angry because I mean I had a I had doubled up on the on the Bulls. They started a bit of a capitulation for me. Doubled up on them. Uh, Seventy sixth minutes. They they reserve club. I can't remember what his name is. That other idiots because uh, they're both idiots. Um, I, I can't remember what his name is. Uh, uh, 76 minutes, penalty on the halfway line. Uh I switch over to the Wales game, switch back, and then I see Arturia Black slotting a, a penalty to win the game. Uh no, I mean honestly, you know, I understand guys saying, yeah, but they surely they need to win this. That's yeah, for the fans, for the union, yeah, I'd actually say Jags travel well, and I think they're gonna put to uh, put 10 plus past the bulls, and I actually I hope they do. Uh Puerto Human is stuck in the nineteen seventies crap coach. Um, I was hoping that when Rupert came in with Motsepe, they'd really do a change round and modernise Bulls rugby. But uh, I, it's just a rubbish, rubbish union, rubbish side. And I live in Pretoria and it's such a shame. I remember the days, I used to go and watch the Bulls and uh, it was packed to capacity, great vibe, etc. I didn't support the Bulls, but uh, it was lovely to go and see. But uh, I think you'll have to, you have to zoom in on the seats to find fans on Saturday. So, no, I hope the Bulls actually catch a hiding.
0: Oh, next time I hope you share what you're really feeling, Brendan. I'm you know, don't hold back. <laughs> is, yeah, but I take your point. The Bulls are definitely not playing well. Just to confirm Oracle Rugby, he says, Uh, Henrik, you and I both got an even 500, the Reds minus one and a half. Uh, so I think you and I are both quite happy with that. And uh, yeah, that's it. Yeah, so it's all on confirmed bet there, Oracle. Uh, thanks very much. I uh, just uh Donnie pointing out Marnie Le Boque, the guy who put those uh, – I think he missed a couple of kicks to touch. He had a bit of a shocker at the end of last week. But let's talk best bets of <coughs> Super Rugby. And the conductor, start with you. Your best bet of the weekend, please.
2: Reds, I'm going best bet is, my, is the Reds. Um, and then second – oh, it's it's tough. I've, I'm very strong on the Reds. Um, my second best bet would be the Stormers. Uh, then, um, you know, I like, I like the Hurricanes – yeah, like I said, Chase here at 15. is not my favorite, and uh, neither is Kubis van Wyk. but I, I expect him to to run past that Sunwolves com- quite easily. But uh, no, no, my best bets.
1: Uh, I like the Reds. Right,
0: Henrik, your best bet on Super
1: Rugby? Yeah, same, Brent. Also the Reds. Um, second best is the Rebels on the plus, but I like the Reds to beat the Sharks.
0: Excellent. So probably no surprises what's going to be coming out in the newsletter tomorrow, although I must point out we are going to be talking to Son of a Punch of the Sevens. And if they really bullish on something, I'm sure Nicholas as well. We'll have his comments as well. You never know. That might just edge best bet status. Uh, that, that takes just a bit of European rugby. Henrik, I know if you want to say cheers to us now, if you want to hang in, it's up to you. I know you haven't looked at Europe. And we'll just get uh, the conductor to, to to run through it uh, quickly. Do you want to hang in the studio and, and hear what he's got to say?
1: Yeah, I'll, I'll listen to you guys. I'll hang in until the end of the show.
0: Excellent. Great stuff. So, Brendan, uh, looking at the European rugby, quite a lot of stuff on uh, this week. Obviously, no Six Nations. What are your, what are your thoughts? Uh, run us through the card, perhaps, and, and anything you fancy strongly. Um, Brent,
2: to be quite honest, I haven't focused too much on, on uh, Euro rugby. I quite like, um, I quite like Edinburgh tomorrow, uh, night against uh, Cardiff Blues. Um, they brought back quite a couple of Scottish internationals. Uh, Cardiff Blues uh, is not that strong to me. I don't know where the line is at the moment. I, I, I mean, we end up taking taking twelve and a half. I, I've got a feeling that line may have shifted. Um, but if guys want to maybe get a, a smaller five to ten, it may be worthwhile adding that
0: into one of the multis. Um, the, I see my, eleven and uh, a half at SunBet. It's eleven and a half. Okay, no, then then I, with Edinburgh Cardiff. Or Cardiff. Eh, it's minus eleven and a half. Edinburgh. Yeah, yeah. Then I take that. My,
2: I've, I've, I've taken minus twelve and a half. So if you can get eleven and a half, I don't think that's bad. Um, my other fancies are uh, my other really only really other uh, nothing in the Premiership for me. Um, it's going to be tough games. Gloucester against you know Gloucester against Sale, <laughs> you know it's going to be a tough game, etc. Nothing in the Premiership. Um, it's more top fourteen. Um, Toulon versus um, Stade Francais. Stade Francais sitting bottom or just top, you know second from bottom. Um, they've got a good couple of players. Guys like Matera. Um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, they lost by 11 points last week to Bayonne, who, who also one of the poorer teams. Um, and now they're, they're again away this week to Toulon. Toulon uh, should get a couple of French internationals back. Um, they'll, be, they'll be vying to get uh, into, into a better position towards the top of the log here. They've been dominant uh, to me. And they should cover that minus 12.5 quite comfortably uh, for me, Brent. Other than that, there's obviously no Six Nations this weekend. Uh, I think it's only next week the the guys play again, but uh, only, it's going to be only two games with uh, Ireland-Italy being cancelled. Um, yeah, the, the, my interests will obviously be two games. Um, the Cheaters versus the Dragons, which is in Newport. Um, a little bit of rain around, but it shouldn't be too much. Uh, cheaters are about seven and a half to ten. Oh, I, I quite like the Cheaters, but again, their discipline is just so poor. I mean, now Jasper Visa again, four weeks, um, I, I think the amount of red cards and suspensions these guys have got is, is actually shocking. So I don't know if, it, if that that to me points to a coaching problem. The guys' discipline is poor. Um, but my main interest will be uh, Connaught in Port Elizabeth on Sunday. Um, I think that the Irish guys may fancy good conditions there in Port Elizabeth. The cap is about minus 12.5. So I might look at a Connaught 12.5 there. Uh, they're getting a couple of RH internationals back, obviously with the, the game being cancelled. So I quite like Konoch uh, to 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 beat um, uh, the, the the Kings. There are yeah, Kings just yeah they were they were competitive against the Cheaters in, in PE, but uh, other than that, it's been very much one way traffic.
0: Yeah, I was disappointed. I've, I thought the Kings were going to be uh, to me. It looked like they're a little bit on the up, but ever since they were competitive against the. The, the, the cheaters down in p they've sort of slid downhill so yeah haven't really got any strong fancies on europe but uh good to get your picks there just henrik making the comment there and it's true hey eh, henrik uh he's surprised that uh the cheaters are favorites they have been crap under under harvey's they, they haven't been the same team henrik since franco left
1: so let uh, let me just unmute myself yeah um I haven't I, I mostly follow only the, the South African teams in the pro fourteen so I haven't um followed the dragons closely, so I'm not, I, I've checked the results now between the last few games, but they, I, I see they lost the one big one against um, what is the italian team um zebra I think. Um, yeah, but so. I think that they haven't lost badly against the other teams um so. Yeah, I, I'm surprised for the away game that the that, cheetahs that are favorites here. Um, I see Neil, I um, mean, yeah, I speak to Neil quite um, frequently, and he, he follows the um, the European rugby closely and he likes the Chitas so that puts me off that one. But yeah, I, I was just surprised to see the cheetahs being favorites. The Kings game is an interesting one, um, 10.5 points at arm. Um, yeah, we'll have we to have a look at the the results um, for having a bet there, but I'm sure I'll have a bet, it.
0: Excellent. Guys, thanks very much. Brings us to the end of the show. A little bit shorter than normal, but that was kind of planned. That's why I just had the two guests tonight because we've got to go straight into a show at 10 o'clock for the Los Angeles 7s. We've got of the Punt joining us. We're also going to have the comments of Sean Nicholas. He sent them through to me on email. I'll post them on the forum afterwards as well. The good news is the lads seem to be quite aligned and we'll have to see if they can have the sort of cracking form they had in the last couple of seven series where they've absolutely been on fire but henrik thanks very much for joining us have a have a cracking weekend and uh, all the best with your punting
1: thanks brent and brendan good luck for the weekend um bookies um get, yeah with the sevens being back as well i hope the guys uh, eat the book is hard.
0: excellent And to brendan i see having a couple of pots tonight can i take it that the girlfriend's on a ladies night out
2: Absolutely, Brent. No, Brent, if I can just say something, you, you, you know why I'm actually so upset with the Bulls? Is, uh, <laughs> sorry, I'll, I'll, I'll make it quick. You know, you, know what, you know what really pissed me off? You know, the, the Chiefs really put me in a back foot, you know, the, off that sort of Saturday morning. And you're always behind the eight ball because I had the Chiefs in a lot of in a lot of, um, uh, in a lot of sort of multis. So, you know, one on the Reds, uh, one on the Stormers. I doubled up on the Bulls to try and make up for the Chiefs' loss. Then uh, yeah, that the Bulls went south. Then you know, sort of you, you know that you break the cardinal, you break the cardinal rule and make the sin of trying to chase your bets. Went on um, the Wales that cost me. Then I went, um, I went to Ireland under seven point five points. So it, they were seven, they were they scored seven points. Uh, George Ford gets the ball. Uh, Ten seconds to go in the game. Turnover. Kick for corner try then then you're really then you're really in the dwang then you're trying yes. to put on the on the scarlets to beat the kings by 23 and a half um last minute thrown in the line where the scarlets need to drive the ball over and lose that so the bulls started the bloody the bloody capitulation There's a stuff then. so but yeah thanks guys have a good weekend and yeah thanks for the show
0: just before you go i'm trying to, I'm to i just want to share my screen quickly with you i'm just waiting for it for it to come up there Brainerd, just just summarize your best bet in Europe for us, please. Uh, you did run through your bets, but what's your what's your best bet? Uh, Toulon minus twelve and a half. Toulon minus twelve and a half. I'm trying to share a quick picture with you, yeah, but I don't know if it's going to come out that well. But let's see if I if I can. This is what I want you to think of just before you just before you go to bed tonight. Uh, if I can find it, yeah. Let's hope Nobody it comes will. up. There's a bit of a rush one. I didn't have too many options, but there's a oh, photo of your euro. There's a photo of your euro for you, Brendan.
2: You know, the only thing is worse than pure put a human is that um, it's for Fasaki, the, the hooker, who looks like a nineteen eighties eighty five policeman with his bloody snore and he's he's one of the worst hookers in super rugby. Yes, like, I cannot stand the damn bulls. I hope they get take I hope they take fifty. I'm
0: going to end uh, the show now before we get yeah. into any trouble, guys.
1: It, it, it sounds like I and I Brendan to, to bat the players. Yeah. Right. This is normally, I'm backing the players. Normally,
0: normally it's Couch Critic. Couch, if you're watching this uh, tomorrow in Australia, have a good weekend. I know you've got your preview up on Good for the Game. I will have a read of that one, I promise. Guys, thanks very much. Thanks to all the guys in the live chat. Really nice. enjoyed the show. And we'll see you in around about uh, 18 minutes to uh, talk a little bit of Sevens Rugby. Cheers, everyone
1: boys.